Okay, so we're continuing. Um, the, the, that last part, you know, just to be fully transparent, the last part of the of the midrash over here of um, Rebbe Levi Omer, right? Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Omer Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the Moshe, Siman Zelacha, B'midbar Ata Manicham, or B'midbar Ata Asi Lachzirin. You, you're leaving now, and you're parting with them there in the desert. Now they're gonna soon come into the land of Israel, but in the future, um, you're gonna take them out to the midbar again. Shenemar, like the Novi Hoshea says, Lachain Hine Anochi Mefate. Hamidbar. So, um, it's going to happen again somehow. The calls are going to be taken out to the Midbar. Um, not clear what that means, and the Maral doesn't really go into too much. He doesn't really elaborate. He, just, he quotes, I just want to take a step back, because I think we commented we need to go back, pick this up. Unfortunately, there's not that much to pick up. Just the Maral just comments that Right, because like we've spoken about, that the Midbar is a place for um, divine-like things to be happening. And that's kind of it. That's really all he adds. And so therefore, in the future... When there's going to be, um, you know, another the, you know, the final revelation, so to speak, that that somehow also has to do with the midbar. Marl doesn't go into it. Um, so, Dan is showing me that he purchased a Gurus Hashem. Shkoyach. Very good. Okay, fine. So that's uh, just. To, be, to put that down, that that is something that would be nice if there was further elaboration. Okay. Dover Acher. Midbar. So again, why the Midbar? Third go at it, right? First go was, the Midbar was, that the Midbar was a place where so the third explanation davrachir lama b'midbar she'osid lehachriv krache of the kachovim in the future Hashem is gonna uh, destroy uh, the encircled cities means the capital cities or the ma- you know the major cities of the idol worshippers of the Kachal Mosolos Dixiv Hinei Achris Goyim Midbar Tzia V'Arovo so the, in the end it's going to be it's going to be a, a desolate desert 
the end of the of the of the idol worshippers is going to be a desolate desert. That's third pshat. Davar acher fourth pshat. Vayinhag hatzon acher hamidbar bisro she yisroel she nekrotzon yamosu bamidbar. So there's a, there's a foreshadowing over here that the generation the door hamidbar are going to die in, in the Midbar. Adkan. Okay. Birzeh. Kiro'ui Moshe Lassos Esa Akum Shmama Moshe Rabbeinu was fit to transform the idol worshippers. Akum is of the Kachovim U Mazalos to change them into a Shmama. Shmama means desolation, destruction. Kiadover Hanivdol Mitzad shehu nivdel yachriv es advarim asher heim geshmim. Something that is transcendent, something that is spiritual. When it encounters something that's geshmi, that's physical, it destroys it. The analogy that we, you know, in our world that we can imagine is a person takes his hand and sticks it into a raging fire, right? So a fire is the most spiritual thing we know. It's something that's actually going up, right? It's always concept of of, of, a, of a very lofty spiritual thing is trying to jump off of the wick to go up higher, right? Um, so now when that encounters a piece of meat, such as a person's hand or or any piece of meat or a piece of wood or whatever it may be. It uh, the only one is left standing, right? The so you see the, the concept that the the more spiritual thing um, destroys the more physical thing. And that has to do with a concept that at the end of the physicality is really a mask for spirituality. Um, you know, e equals mc squared is, is really telling us, you know, how much energy is hidden inside the mass. So, when, when they come into when the mass um, comes into contact with so much energy, with so much revealed, you know, the revelation of what lies beyond it, so it just pulls back the mask. It 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 it, it, uh, it opens the thing up, right? So, uh, how does a nuclear explosion work? Is you call it a chain reaction, right? Where where the where the the ones you know the, the the ones that have already released their energy from you know being closed up now that energy acts to release more energy right a combustion works the same way combustion is that the the energy that's being released is causing to activate and to release more energy from that other homer 
and it keeps on going, right? So a fire, what, what a fire does is a fire which is already energy, it's already spiritual. When it encounters something where the spiritual is hidden, so it uncovers it, and uh, and and that's why the Geshem, the, the physical thing, which to a certain extent is a not a true this is not the true representation of the of, of what you have here right the true representation of what you have here is energy the true representation of what you have here is is spirit so then the you know that mask is pulled off that falsehood is pulled away and and you see that really it's all spiritual yeah so now you got the akum you got the of the kachavim which is a faulty reality, right? So that's not going to be able to withstand in the presence of Moshe Rabbeinu. So it's going to be turned into a desolation. Moshe Okay, so uh, this is Manoach, the father of Shimshon, a Gibor. So once he and his wife realized that they've been in the presence of an angel, they've been communicating with an angel, so then he says, we're surely going to die, because we saw a divine being, and being in the presence of a divine being, being an angel, um, not di- not divine in the sense of, maybe divine is the wrong word, um, a spiritual being, right? Elohim means a spiritual being, a being of power, right? That is the reason why the two, the Shem Elohim is attributed to um, those that have power. For example, judges are called Elohim. Um, those that are in authority of power are called Elohim. And this is a, here he's referring to an angel as such. ki hadvarim hagashmim so something physical cannot withstand in the presence of something transcendent. So to the extent, kashir means it being the case. The Moshe Rabbeinu was a nivdol. That we see that the fact that he's called an ish elokim again. Similar to what Manoach said, Ki Elohim Ra'inu, we saw the we saw a spiritual being. Moshe Rabbeinu is called an Ish Elohim, uh, a man of of spiritual uh, of transcendent. Um, number one, number two is he's called an Ish, which comes from the language of Ish. Right, so there's a fiery. There's a fiery um, spiritual being over here. But the idol worshippers are people that by them even what should be spiritual has been transformed into physical, right? Meaning, you, everybody understands, we live, there is physicality. Uh, watermelon is physical, a house is physical. There is physicality. But... A person's divine service should be spiritual. When you turn it into a 
you know, a, a statue or of of wood or of stone, that's that's not spiritual. So you I mean you've taken even you've taken that which ought to be nivdal, and you've transformed even that into into physical. Yeah, that's called atzura ha mutba b'chomer, a form which has been implanted, imprinted into, sunken into physicality, which to a certain extent now, the tzura, the spiritual, is being defined by the physical. And that's a problem. As opposed to the spiritual defining the physical. Okay? So that's what idol worshippers are. So, v'ha'akum e'en b'hem dover nivdol v'hein mi'inyin ha'chomer Sorry, one second. Yeah. Um, Moshe so that's why it was fit for Moshe Rabbeinu to be out in the desert. He destroys the physical things. So it's fit for him to be out there in the desert. And by the way, this works very nicely with the fact that the desert is a place where there is um, more appropriate to um, have a Tzurahan of Delos over there, right? Because that Tzurahan of Delos is going to be so powerful, it's just going to be constantly destroying any Tzurahamut Pabuchomer which tries to take effect over there, right? So again, we spoke about that. The whole ecosystem, the whole, the, you know, the way that the Yishuv, the way that normal fertile land works, is that there's a there's a certain Hanhagas Ateva, which we earlier defined as being Atsura Hamut Babuchomer. Right? And we pointed out that in the desert that's absent, that's lacking. So part of the reason why it's lacking is just like we're saying Moshe Rabbeinu, who is Atsura Hanivdelas. He destroys, he's machrev, he lays waste to the Ovdi Kachavim, which is a Tzura Hamud Vavachomer, right? And all you're left with, when, when, you, when you destroy something, what, do you, what, what are you doing? You're destroying the Tzura, right? And there's a preservation of, 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 of mass, meaning you're left with... The desert, it's not that the desert has any less matter than any other place. It's just that there's no ecosystem. There's no there's no processes that are that are in effect. There's no there's no uh, development. There's no birth and uh, death and growth and, and decay and and all these other things, right? So that, that's all missing. So so meaning as we said earlier uh, that uh, that uh, a midbar meaning to say we're adding we're adding to what the model is saying that 
that the Midbar, perhaps, is a place where there is no Teva, because since it's a place which is Roy for spiritual Hanhaga, Tura Nivdas Menachomer, says constantly being Machriv, that's why it's a Shmama. The place is a Shmama, it's a desolate place, because the Tura Nivdas Menachomer is eradicating. Was there? Well, it's like you know, Rabbi Bar Yochai when he came out of the cave, right? So everywhere he would look, it would, it would all burst into flames, right? That's that's like a, so good place for Rabbi Bar Yochai would have been in the in the midbar. That that would be a good place for him to be, right? So that's what he's saying. So Moshe Rabbeinu was that type of ish elokim. So for him, a good place was the midbar. See, that's the place that's naturally good for Moshe Rabbeinu. It's a place that fits for Moshe Rabbeinu. It's a place where he is at home. That's where his co-hosts are going to be opened up. This is, uh, this is we said before, Midbar is a place that's Roy for spirituality. We said before, Midbar is a place that's Roy for Din. Now we're saying, Midbar is a place that's Roy for Moshe. Because he is a person who does this. Okay, continuing. Um, um, okay, that's the, that, that was shot number three. So yes, we have now, now we have three reasons for going out to the Midbar. Reason number one is, Midbar is a place where the, it's a miraculous place. Reason number two and that's why it's it's a place that the Jewish people should be finding their greatness in. Reason number two, Midbar is a Malcolm Din. So the Geula, uh, which stems from the Midas Hadin, um, should start from over there. Reason number three, Moshe Rabbeinu, who is a power of a manifestation of Turan of Dallas, who is the, the he lays waste to the Surah Mudvabachomer, <coughs> for him this is a natural habitat. You know, some people just, there's, every once in a while you meet a person, he really likes the desert. That's an unusual type of a person, right? 
So, that Moshe Rabbeinu seemingly probably realized. I would say that's a pretty weird person. But instead of so weird is a, is a is a would have a, carries a derogatory connotation. So we will say it's a special person, right? It's a, at least in this case. I mean, it could be someone who's weird, but but in this case, it's someone who what? I'm saying that's, that's my it's a Je- uh, Noah is saying that, that that's a place where Jedi Knights tend to tend to tend to gather. I don't know. I'm not I'm not familiar, but. But being that being that Noah is wearing a mask and his breathing sounds like this, <laughs> so I will just take his word on that. Truth is, if anything, Ari mo- looks more like that right now, with the uh, with the. Uh, well, you could borrow it from uh, from from Avram Turaski, the face the face shield. Kind of looks like the. Okay, fine. Um, so unbelievable! All the prophecies of the uh, scientific uh, science fiction writers are all coming true. People wearing masks, hoods, all sorts of things. Okay, fine. Dover Acher. Next, fourth shot. Dover Acher. Lamba Midbur. Why is it in the Midbur? Because in the future, the Jewish pe- because the Jewish people, the meaning the door had door Hadea, what it was called, the generation of knowing the ones who stood at Har Sinai, they are going to be buried in the midbar. As so Moshe went out of the midbar, that seems to be a, um, a little bit of a bleak um, foreshadowing, right? Purish, Kiroui Bumidbur Ki Ulo Hayu Yotse Mitzrayim Raui Lavoila Aretz that generation which left Mitzrayim they were not gonna be people that were gonna be coming into Ertisral Kiroui Shiyu Shne Doros Laele Shne Dvorim Hadashim it's re- there should be two opposite generations, one two different generations. One those that leave Mitzrayim, that's one chiddush, and one those that come into Israel. Uh, means just like in in Lomdus and Sugya, right? You you can have different concepts, different different progressions, different different development conceptual developments, right? So. Yeah, you could say them very quickly, one right after the other, but they are different um, stages in building up a sugi or whatever it is. So to, so to, so whenever that is in the spiritual world, in the conceptual world, so it's usually going to manifest itself down here by a divide, a break, a separation. So leaving is one thing. What are you saying that? Um, to leave Mitzrayim is one thing to come into Israel is another thing so and that is so being that that's the case so there really was fit to be two generations now there is a cash on this 
from Netzach Yisrael, where um, Blina, I'll find it for you guys where uh, where it is exactly. It's uh, you should be able to find it pretty quickly. Uh, in Netzach Yisrael, uh, Maral talks about the concept of the crying of the Moraglim that. Um, you know, not the Moraglim, but the people, when they, when they heard the report of the Moraglim, and how really it, it was it was Roy that the two should be one, that the coming in, leaving Mitzrayim, and coming into Israel should be all one, should, should all be one smooth, continuous thing. And if that would have been the case, then there wouldn't have been a goal. But now, that there was a break, there was a divide, there was the door, Hadea, those that left Mitzrayim, you know, those, that, and then there was the, the 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 door of those that came into Israel. So now that there's a break, there's a divide between the two of them. So now um, it's it's for sure that so the already can say that Shemuel's goes there then that for in the future is going to be a day of crying. Tishubav in the future is going to be a day of crying. Means there's going to be an exile again, since. The Hachnasa was not a continuation of the Yitzhiya. So then there's, there's there's a breakage, there's a there's a disconnect, and um, so there's going to be a future goals. So that's, that that seems to be in conflict with what we're reading over here. Um, so I mean, what you could what you could answer is you could say that. There's a, even though it's true that there's, for, for example, um, this discussion if, according to Kabbalah, there is there was there's supposed to be a, a before you can have the ultimate rectification. First, you have to have a breakage. First, you have to have a where the recipient is overwhelmed and doesn't get the true connection to the source, there's a breakage, and then and then you you have the reconnection. So the some of the before ask, So then the hate of Adam Rishon was already pre-programmed into the into the nature in, into into the world. On the other hand, we say that no, that you know, he, what he should have done is he should have waited until Shabbos, you know, then everything would have been perfect, and he would have eaten from all the trees, etc., and then everything would have gone smoothly. So, which one is it? So, we're saying, in the Hanami, the, the, if it would have gone that way, it would have all been fixed up, and it would have all been perfect. And so the morale Netzach is saying that if you, because he there explains that when we left Mitzrayim, we didn't leave Mitzrayim Stam. I mean, some people, I'll give you an example. A person, uh, the, some of the Forsham say in, in Parshas Vayetze, uh, Vayetze Yaakov Mi Shava, right? So Vayetze Yaakov Mi Shava, the Holoch Harona. He left Beersheva, he went to Haron. So Rashi's bothered, so why, why are you telling me to me two things? Just tell me he went to Haron. So, no, no, should understand that first he had to flee Beersheba, number one. There was two different things happening. Number one, he had to flee Beersheba. That was because of Asaph, he had to leave. But not only that, but he, but, he, but he also wanted to go to Haran because that's where he was going to 
find his kala, etc. So, I mean, there's, there's two different things, right? There's, um, uh, you know, technically, he would have left Beersheba anyway, he didn't have to go to Haran. He, you know, he was going to just go hang out by the Kinneret somewhere, right? So he would still left Beersheba. Or he could have wanted to go to Haran, even if he doesn't have to run from Beersheba. So there's two different discussions potentially to be had. Why is someone leaving and where is someone going? So it's not that, So you could say, listen, Klausel, we had a very bad situation in Mitzrayim. So we just had to leave Mitzrayim. We just, it was just un- unbearable over there. We had to go. And then, you know, why, well, why not? You know, we'll, we'll go to Israel. No, no, no. Hashem was always saying, right? Let my people go so that I should fulfill my covenant with Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov to give them the land of Israel. I mean, it's not Stam, uh, a Yitzhiah for the sake of a Yitzhiah. And then we'll go to Uganda. Oh, and then, you know, actually, you know, it turned out there's a better opportunity, there's a good real estate opportunity over there in, in Israel, right? Uh, person's in America over here, he says, well, America is going down the toilet. I mean, you know, let's say, come, come November 4th or whatever it is, right? So then if certain people take control of the government, right? So then that's, okay, so that's over for America now, right? So, okay, um, I, I got to leave here. And then, oh, well, you know, it's also a nice thing to go to Israel. That's one way to view it. The other thing is, I want to go to Israel. That's why I'm leaving America. I want to go to Israel. That's why I'm leaving America. That's another way of saying it. So, so the morale over there in Netzach is saying that we need to go serve Hashem. So that's why we're leaving Mitzrayim. Right? I mean, we're, we're, we are going, Hashem is saying, I'm fulfilling, I am now fulfilling the promise I made to Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov of giving their descendants heir to Israel. That's why I'm taking them out of Mitzrayim. So then that would be that, so then the Yitzhiah has to be connected to the Hachnosa. Right? Um, we spoke about that recently actually, that with the concept that the proper, the first Mishnah in Pesach Shabbos, right, is that to do uh, the Malachas I spoke about this, remind me what it was about, but that the malacha of hachnasa is that you're, you're okir the dover from where it is right now, from the Rishus HaRabim, and you machnas it into Rishus HaYachid, and you put it down over there. So the Akira and the Hanacha. That's a proper malacha of bringing something into Rishus HaYachid. But if it's done in two broken stages, if there's first a Yitzhiya from Mitzrayim out into the Midbar, which is, Midbar is, um, okay, uh, a little bit complicated, uh, but let's, let's, let's not go like the Rambam, right? So Midbar would be a Carmelus, right? And then afterwards you, you pick it up from the Carmelus and you put it into Rishus Yachid, which is Eretz Yisrael, which the Gemara has a tzad that Eretz Yisrael should be Rishus Yachid. A fleeting half, I mean, but uh, there's, 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 there may be deeper reasons why. I mean, hashkafically, it's it's Rishus Yachid. It's the Rishus of the of the one, the 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 Yachid Shiba Olam, the 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 one, the one Habais. Right, that's Eretz Yisrael, the Rishus Yachid. So, so the, so if it's broken up into two stages, that's not a proper that's not a proper mice. It's not a proper. It's, it's, it, 
you wouldn't be high for that um, on um, on Shabbos, and therefore it means that during Sheishimei Bereshis, it's not a proper bria. It's not. It's not a proper uh, asiya. It's not. This is not the way that things should be done. It should be done with an akira and an and an hanach. That's it. You know. Akira from Mitzrayim, the Rishus Rabbim, and the Hanacha in Eretz Yisrael, which is Rishus Yachid. That's how it ought to be done. But so that, that you know, let's let's leave it as a kasha right now. What we have over here, Blue Nether, we'll try to revisit this uh, next week. Um, try to work these two morals out. <laughs>